1: what will Joe Milton's legacy be uh, at this point? Yeah. You know, he's told his team he's not going to play with a few days before the bowl game. I didn't think that was a particularly good play on his part. Uh, he hasn't lived up to expectations and they were mighty um, guys. I, I think his legacy is, is going to be, one a potential unfulfilled, which isn't fair because I think potential is the ability to have accuracy, not just throw the ball long. But I think people are gonna look at his big arm and his physical ability and say that as potential unfulfilled. I do think that the way he's leaving now does not help his um does not help his persona in Tennessee fans of your bolting now. I don't think I don't think he played this thing right. I think he was leaning, I think he was 60-40, he wasn't gonna play the whole time something pushed him over the edge or he just realized the game was getting close and he had to do something. So how will he re- be remembered, Caleb?
2: I think he'll be remembered. I mean, I don't want to say like finally, like he was great, but I think he'll be respected. I mean, look, I think if he comes back next year, people are going to give him a standing ovation and cheer the way they do former. Maybe not a standing ovation. But people will clap and cheer for him the way they do other quarterbacks. I mean, this isn't like, let me put it this way. Cause I, I, I pile on him a lot, Dave. Let's do an experiment next year. Tyler Bray comes back for a game. Joe Milton comes back for a game. Guarantee you, Joe Milton gets louder cheers than Tyler Bray. Guarantee you a hundred percent.
1: Um. Yeah, but should he? I mean, t- yeah, Tyler cool. Bray, when you consider the coaching did as much with less than Joe Milton did.
2: It, not, not with less. Jo- Tyler well, less Bray coaching,
1: had less coaching. Less well, Jim everything.
2: Cheney wasn't a bad offensive coordinator. The okay, he- here oh, this
1: is that's comparing.
2: Wait a minute, this. wait a minute. Tyler Bray had four NFL offensive linemen, and he was throwing to Quarterell Patterson and Justin Hunter and Derek Rogers.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about the entire program. The entire from coaching di- discipline lack like thereof. He should have been sat on the bench the first time he threw bottles, beer bottles. I mean, that that so to me, even so being in you- I I credit the guy with being even having the maturity to be an NFL player after he received no guidance at Tennessee. That's what I mean with more with less. Um, I don't think he, I'm not even talking about the players he played with. I'm just talking about, there was a goofball at practice every day.
2: There was, but I, and it was the head head coach. I also watched a player. I also watched him throw a game. Like straight up. Well, threw a game.
1: that's debatable. I mean, if you could prove
2: that, yes, I will retract everything I said. But I can't. You don't think you don't think he and Derek Rogers threw that Kentucky game in twenty eleven? Probably. I mean, that was that. that that's the thing. It's you, so. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody ever. I don't think Joe Milton ever walked into a game saying, "I don't care to play this game." I'm just going to be honest. I don't think he ever walked into a game saying, "I don't care to play this game." Good point. It's a really and, good point. Yeah. Now, if you want to give a break to someone who had bad coaching and was and was sabotaged, I could give you somebody like a Jared Garantano who dealt with it. But Tyler Bray was as much responsible for that downfall as Derek Dooley was for Tyler Bray's own downfall. Okay, because Tyler Bray, again, when we're comparing talent here, Tyler Bray is the most talented quarterback to ever take a snap at Tennessee, talent-wise. Oh, I wouldn't
1: go that far, but I see I your would. point. I see your I point. Would. Is Joe Milton... Remembered as a lovable loser. Let me ask you that. It's brought to you by Hemp House, premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Go to hemphousechatwith2t's.com. Hemphousechatwith2t's.com. Lovable loser status?
2: No, that's too far. There are other quarterbacks that have lost more at Tennessee that are more respected then they're still respected. I mean, again, Jimmy Streeter made one bowl game and people always loved him and welcomed him back. And I mean, yes, that was at a period with Johnny Majors and the program was really down and it was being rebuilt. But he was, I mean, Alan Cockrell, another respected quarterback. Jeff Francis was the starting quarterback on the uh, team that started 0-6, right? And finished 5-6? and um, I think that Jeff Francis is a lovable
1: loser because of that year I wasn't going to bring up Jeff's name but
2: particularly but like people I mean, like Jeff right, That wasn't I'm Jeff he'll fault. Be
1: remembered I'm not kicking him at all how will he be remembered
2: I think he'll be remembered fondly as a guy that was loyal to Tennessee as a guy who's respected and a guy who I mean yes he did he did he have the season maybe he wanted it at Tennessee no is it I mean guys look at Tennessee's history the last 50 years joe milton's record this year is pretty much par for the course or better than average for a tennessee season i mean he he did
1: well white lightning is saying joe is leaving with a winning record so not a loser but of all the i mean of the 133 starting quarterbacks in college football how many could have gotten tennessee to an eight and four
2: record uh better than half probably more than half you're right but again of the Tennessee quarterbacks in the last 20 years. Okay. Look, I mean, they were talking about, you know, Jared Garantano had a losing record. Tyler Bray had a losing record. Um, Rick Clawson had a losing record. Jonathan Crompton had a losing record. I mean, I'm naming quarterbacks that had losing records as starting quarterbacks at Tennessee. I don't know if Crompton had one for sure, because I don't think he started every loss in 2008, but it was like right around five. Joe had a better record than everybody I just named as a quarterback and now you are right there's supporting cast i mean you and i talk about that all the time people like crompton was not he was crompton was dealt a bad hand um so was garantano but
1: okay i love this what do you all think of andy kelly i love andy kelly for the exact opposite reasons that a lot of you don't like joe milton i think andy kelly maximized everything in his ability to become the best quarterback he he is, he is could be. And he's the all-time leader. I know it's the indoor passing league, but he's an all-time leader in that. Um, he actually got paid a couple of paychecks, like in the six-digit ranges, which is not easy in indoor football. So I got a lot of love for the legacy of Andy Kelly. He just happened to have a bunch of NFL players playing around him, and he wasn't quite that good.
2: Yeah, no, Andy so that, Kelly, I have no... No, Andy and Andy Kelly, by the way, had the best attitude about it too. Andy Kelly knew what he was as a quarterback. He respected yeah. his players. He he respect. He's you know who he is. Here, here, here's my Andy Kelly. Andy Kelly to me, you ready for this, Dave? He's the anti AJ McCarron. You know how AJ McCarron was a total game manager, but thought he was the reason for Alabama success. Um, yes,
1: but I could say the anti Joe Morton, uh, Joe Milton, right now.
2: No, because I don't think Joe the Milton ability. was that. Yeah, but Joe Milton was a decent leader in person. I said AJ McCarron because AJ McCarron is just a terrible person and an arrogant, like thinks he, you know, thinks he actually accomplished something winning at Alabama. And you want to talk about how many quarterbacks could have won at Alabama during that time. Okay, so Andy Kelly was very aware of who he was. And yes, he had NFL talent. But the other point that Andy Kelly had was he was a leader too. He did galvanize that talent to maximize its potential during that time period. Um,
1: I've said before, and this sounds crazy. I would take Andy Kelly for the remainder of my football program, whatever program I ran as the athletic director. I know I'm going to get a B plus. I know I'm not going to get any lower than a C ever. And I know that I might get an A plus every once in a while. Allah, the comeback at, at Notre Dame that was, you're I, right. If you could have Andy Kelly for the rest of your athletic department's life, you could be in worse shape. Could you not?
2: Well, I <laughs> agree. <laughs> I kind of agree that Notre Dame game <laughs> about that, Dave. Uh, one of the reasons Tennessee struggled with Alabama in the early 90s with the Stallings era, I kind of went back and watched old games. Phillip Fulmer and the offensive staff hadn't – they were like dumbfounded on how to deal with the blitz. So Stallings had the old philosophy of like run a 4-4 and just bring eight guys every time. And so the Notre Dame game with the comeback, you remember the play that, w- that was called, right? The screen pass to Aaron Hayden that set a, that was the touchdown. Yes. If you go back and read the press clippings and hear Johnny Majors and Philip Fulmer talk about it, it is talked about like it was the most brilliant call of all time. Like, oh, Notre Dame kept blitzing, and it was just this genius call to do a screen. Well, why didn't you do the screen like five plays earlier? It shouldn't have been that genius of a call. It should have been an obvious call, shouldn't it? true.
0: <laughs> like, no, sure. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Yes, we do know that Nico is going to be the starter for the Citrus Bowl. That's what we've been talking about and how that affects uh, Joe Milton's legacy. I don't think it leaves it in any way different shape, but I think letting Tennessee know earlier in the process during this bowl preparation would have been big. I can't believe they didn't know who their starting quarterback was and. I'm gonna pat us on the back. We're all over on off-the-hook sports. If they lose portions of the program
2: If they lose, do you think it more negatively impacts Joe Milton's legacy? Because you think people will blame him for them losing for not opting out later.
1: No win situation. I'll tell you why. Brought to you by Rick Terry Jewelry Design. They want to be your jeweler looking for an affordable game day jewelry. How about the fire opals, the Tennessee tradition? Rick Terry Jewelry.com, Rick Terry Jewelry.com. Here's why. Because Caleb, if he goes out there and loses, then he loses, Joe Milton does, and we know that he's not going to be the starter now in the Citrus Bowl, but w- he loses against a good Iowa defense, and he was not that good, so blah. That was my point the whole time. If he goes out there and wins, it's still going to be blah. because it's No, be I'm like not talking about Joe to, Milton. No, no, I know. I'm getting there, but it's still like 23 okay. to 20. Now, let me get to Nico. If he go, goes out there and loses, everybody loves Nico. It's simple you're going to have every Tennessee fan point to Joe Milton and say, he should have let them know earlier, which is what we've been saying the whole time. So that uh, Nico could have gotten more first team reps. And I've seen it on our message board. It's been reported that he's gotten all the first team reps. That's not true. They've been split about 50, 50 um, throughout the season. So I don't doubt that Nico is ready to play, but that'll be the narrative. If Tennessee loses to the Hawkeyes.
2: Yes. And if he wins people and plays well, everybody's going to say, Oh, Joe Milton never should have played. So Joe's gonna lose lose no matter what, right? If if Tennessee wins, people are gonna be people are gonna look back and say Joe never should have played to begin with. And if Tennessee loses, everybody's gonna blame Joe. That's just pretty much how it's gonna end, right?
1: Yeah. Uh now, now me drinker, I I appreciate where you're coming from on this, but he says Hypo is playing chess. They knew internally they did not. I can confirm, but they did not know internally as of Friday. Now, I took some time off for the birth of our Lord and Savior, so I'm not exactly sure what happened over Christmas other than Merry Christmas. I didn't hear from any of my sources on Christmas. But I can tell you that as of Friday that there was internal questions about who was going to play, and that's not what you needed. Uh, That's not what you needed at all. Now, Joe Milton, we talk about his legacy. How much will it be affected by what he's able to do in the NFL? And I got some pretty strong thoughts on that. Sports Treasures carrying over 5 million Sports Treasures and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia. Daily updates. Go to Facebook.com. Sports Treasures TN. That's Sports Treasures TN. I don't think it's a lock that he's getting drafted high in the NFL. Uh, Like Anthony Richardson, who he's so oftentimes compared to. Richardson is a better runner, has slightly more touch, not a lot on his ball, but I don't think it's a lock that he gets drafted in the three, four round uh, scenario that a lot of people said, third or fourth. I don't think it's a lock he gets drafted at all. Does that sound crazy, Caleb Calhoun?
2: No. I mean, as a matter of fact, uh, there was an ESPN Plus article looking at the draft status of quarterbacks, um, and Joe Milton is projected to not be drafted. That was just over the weekend at this moment. And I think the problem with Joe Milton with a lot of people is that, and this is our problem, Dave too. It's it's hard as an analyst typically. And this, this happens more often than not when there's a quarterback like Joe Milton, and there's questions about him entering the, entering the season, you hope he either shuts up those questions and balls out, or you hope he plays so bad it's obvious to bench him. Joe Milton didn't do either of those things, did he? Like, he was just kind of mid the whole year. And so I think it makes things a lot harder. Anthony Richardson, what people are going to give him a break on is, you've been critical of him, and if you've been critical of him, I think other people knew about it too, particularly among NFL scouts. I think people are going to look at Anthony Richardson versus Joe Milton and they're going to say, Anthony Richardson played for Billy Napier. Joe Milton played for... That's what they looked at last year. I think you weren't the only one who didn't think he had he he was all there at the, at the top. And I think people are going to look at Joe Milton and say, "This guy played for Josh Heupel, and look at all the other quarterbacks who played for Josh Heupel and what they were able to do." And I, I think that's going to work against Joe, honestly. Whereas Anthony Richardson, again, are you really going to hold it against him for not putting up stats for Billy Napier and a rebuilding Florida team in 2021? Yeah.
0: at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions supply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people,
2: what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at
0: the deli, I guess? Aha,
2: uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In
0: the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
2: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.